0: Hello and welcome to the Breakdown Podcast. I am Jamie Finch-Peninger, your host as always for these little dips into Australian cycling and, you know, what's going on on the scene. And today I'm joined by Marcus Cooley of St. George Continental Racing Team. Uh, Marcus, good g'day.
1: G'day Jamie, good to be back on after, uh, oh, it's probably been the best part of the year since I've last been on one of these podcasts. So, yeah, good to be back ch- chatting about the Australian racing scene again
0: you've been over racing in China for the last uh well not not so recently, i suppose, but um your last races were in China, and you took a fourth overall at uh Guangzhou bay there um what, describe uh, how that went for you?
1: yeah, we got back from China probably about four weeks ago now the start of December for yeah tour of Guangzhou Bay, which is well the last race of um I think we did four tours in China this year amongst um a few other races in various countries so yeah I was pretty happy to get um a fourth on a fourth on GC there um it was uh there was a few good teams there um from Australia we had um a few riders as well um uh, Drew Morey was riding and uh we had the Mitchelton Scott team as well so good to see um a few uh, a few of our fellow countrymen uh, joining us
0: yeah, it's good to see um, a lot of Australian teams over in Asian racing, and I think we'll be seeing even more of it next year, from the sound of things, with all these teams going Conti. It'll be interesting to see which teams get which which races, and uh, you know which are able to secure, secure those invites from organisers. Um, what's what's the thinking from your your team going into it? Because I mean, you've you've developed a bit of rep- reputation over there now, but you'll be a, have a bit more competition from the other Aussie teams.
1: I mean, yeah, that's I mean, been uh, the, all the rage at the the last couple of months, hasn't it? Everyone's uh, going quanti and then going for a, a taste of Asia is what everyone's been the terms everyone's been throwing around. But uh, for us, I don't think it's going to change a lot. Um, we're going to be a third-year continental team, we've been racing in Asia for, for a, a couple of years before that, even. So, uh, as far as f- for us securing starts, um, I'm not I'm not worried about that um but there is plenty of racing in asia it's um it's it's right on our doorstep uh, it's good quality racing um it's uh, reasonably sustainable at the moment um and um yeah it'll be it'll be good to see um how a lot of these teams that are are stepping it up um will fare, fare over over there
0: indeed um we will jump into discussing the teams and what roster changes there've been for the new year but uh in until then, I'll just do a quick um, product announcement for our sponsor, who are all cycling apparel, 0 au, and they're a long-time sponsor of the podcast, and they've got uh, some exciting announcements coming into the new year. The Kickstarter and pre-orders have all been made and finished. They've now been shipped out. You should have got the, uh, received them. There's been a number of uh, satisfied customers already posting on Orr's Facebook page um, saying how glad they are to be receiving the products and they are fantastic products um, made from recycled coffee granules and it's all sustainably sourced and if you buy a jersey at the moment um, it goes to planting five trees for the Eden Reforestation Project and so far or already committed to planting 2,500 trees. So it's a great company, great organization and they uh, produce great kits so check them out so we are back and we're talking the 2018 australian teams rosters are mostly talking like the bigger teams and the continental teams which are suiting up for next year and we'll start off with your own team st george continental there from the from the looks of things, it's mostly staying the same with with riders and a lot of familiar names in there.
1: Yeah, we're more or less keeping um, the same the same roster going into next year. We've got like a, a really solid group of guys. We all we all get on well, and we've produced some uh, pretty good results as a team. So um, yeah, we're we're keeping our our core group together. Um, really, not not only one edition. So so uh, yeah, I'm excited for next year. And
0: of course, that big addition is Ryan Kavanagh um, making the move over from the now defunct N Swiss squad. Um, yeah, he's a he's a rider with a lot of good performances behind him, particularly this year. Um, did a number of eye catching rides. Uh, probably the the best of which was that Criterion win at the um, Amy's Otway Tour. There, um, I don't know if you caught that on on online when it was happening. It was yeah, it was an impressive win there.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, just because I haven't been racing all the NRS tours this year doesn't mean I haven't been uh, following all the results pretty closely. So it was, um, yeah, I mean, it was a it was a great win. Obviously, at that point, we had uh, no idea he'd be joining us for for next for next year. But um, no, it's nonetheless, still still quite impressive, and he's backed that up with a few other wins um, uh, throughout the rest of the year as well. Yep. Um Ben Dybal as well. He he'll, he'll be coming back
0: to his old stomping grounds with the St George Continental. Um, obviously, one of the most talented climbers in Australia. M- maybe not at the moment. We've been we've been discussing off air that he, he's he's had an off He's had an enjoyable off season. Um, I mean, obviously, he's a rider at his best though. he's going to be uh, right up there in those big climbing races.
1: Oh, for sure. He's uh, everyone knows how talented Benton is. Uh, he's he's proved that time and time again that it, when he when he's on and it not there's not many people looking to get away from him up a hill. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what he can do, what he can do next year. Um, he should have uh, plenty of opportunities to prove himself. There's a lot of big climbs um, in in the Asian Tour where he will be able to come to the fore.
0: And one of the best youngsters who's around at the moment, um, Caden Groves, who's Obviously got massive potential. Unfortunately, he had a crash at um, the Austral uh, wheel race and broke his collarbone there, so we won't be seeing too much of him this summer, I would have thought. Yeah, a guy of immense talent uh, for the rest of the year.
1: Yeah, I think I saw he's just back on his his bike today, which is really quick. But, yeah, um, unfortunately, I don't think he'll be uh, participating in nationals either on the road or the track, but I'm sure he'll be back in no time stronger than ever. He's only turned 19 last week, so um another year older yeah he should um he should be able to produce uh, a few good results next year
0: yeah and what sort of rider is he i mean we've seen him win in sprints we've seen him um win in some of the hillier races as well what's he gonna end up being do you reckon
1: i think at this stage he is leaning towards a bunch sprints but there there doesn't seem to be a lot that he can't do he can time trial, um, even on the short punchy he climbs, he he can get over them at the at the front. The amount of power the kid can produce is pretty pretty unreasonable. So for next year, I think we'll focus on the bunch of kicks. He's he's already won a stage at a uh, two point one, as uh, as well as a couple of uh, sprints at um uh, another race in China, and he's won well won at Will in um, up in Queensland.
0: Yeah. Um, been being him. he took a clean sweep of some of those um, Queensland races up there, just riding by himself and winning them all. So, yeah, obviously a guy of immense talent. Um, move on to some of the other teams. Biggest team in Australia um, from the continental side of things is still Benelong Swiss Wellness, who are going to be, again, a very good team. And they're strengthened with a number of um, really good signings there. So Brendan Davids, who, of course, impressed us all up at the Battle Recharge there and took that incredible win. And they've added other riders like Aidan v who is of course a great classics rider. Dylan Sunderland, I think we need to see. I think we need to see his uh, potential turned into results. Dylan, he's a obviously an incredibly talented rider, and a guy who's been earmarked for a world tour and um, you know big things in the past, but hasn't quite delivered yet. Alex Porter as well has joined joined the team, and Steele von Hoff. So amazing some amazing names there who really
1: catches your attention from those
0: new signings there marcus
1: i mean there's too many to to sort of like for one to stand out to that extent but yeah i'm I'm definitely keen to see how uh alex porter and um dylan sunderland go um alex was on fire at the start of the year around the nationals and then seemed to 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 switch off on the roadside of things anyway but he's proven he's got massive potential so when he's uh completely focused on the uh, the road, I- I'm sure he'll uh he'll be able to produce some some strong results, and of course Dylan as well. Um, he's been earmarked with potential. I think uh, the main problem he's had is that he hasn't been given enough of a platform to actually uh to show that potential. Uh, the last couple of years, he just he just simply hasn't raced enough uh at uh, a high enough level. I think so. I think uh Benelong, Swiss wellness is going to be the team uh which w- which will allow him to to do that and um I'm sure he'll uh, move move up from there
0: yeah and uh maybe he'll finally crack the uh the sunderland hoodoo on the on the uh Grafton to Inverell. that's that's a race i know the sunderlands would like to get a, a win in so that'd be interesting to see how they go there which team should we go for next marcus um there's a number of interesting interesting squads on there who's who's uh dragging your attention at the moment.
1: Well, why don't we why don't we head towards one of the 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 semi new kids on the block with uh the Australian Cycling Academy of course. Uh we've got the management coming over from uh from En Swiss, but largely it's a it's it's a completely new team. So um I'm pretty interested to see how how they they're going to go. They've got quite a strong roster for for next year, especially on the flats. Um so uh, with the likes of Wellsford and Cam Scott, they, they're definitely going to be winning bunch sprints. It'll be interesting to see how they balance their team, though, because they've got a lot of
0: track guys on there. And with something like the Australian National Championships um, almost coinciding with the um, Herald Sun Tour, um, it'll be interesting to see how they balance their squads when the likes of Lee Howard, Cal O'Brien, Sam Wellsford, Cam Scott are required for those track duties. Apart from that, though, they've got a number of very good riders. Uh, Dan Fitter's back, which is great to see. He's obviously a m- rider of immense talent, and unfortunately, you know, had that had that awful incident last year. Uh, Mitch Wright, very good young talent. Uh, Michael Potter, convert over from mountain biking, and it looks like he's got a lot of potential. And Toby Orchard, another one who's got a a ton of potential, um, came on really strongly. Uh, this year from a very low base. I mean, I I I saw him at the start of the year at nationals, and he was spectating, and you'd you wouldn't even know if he was going to throw his leg over the bike, and he's he's jumped back on and done great so far. Um, Marcus, I know you know Toby quite well, actually.
1: Yeah, I had a a perler of a one liner from Toby the other day. He told me he had to go to bed early because he's finally worked out that if you train more, you get better. Who knew? Um, so (laughs) so I'll be interested to see what uh. What uh, what Toby will be up to next year? Uh, because he's he's definitely started working a bit harder, um. So I think he could be on for a, a few good results. But as you were saying before, with this team balancing um track and road, I, I've heard rumors that they're already struggling to to fill a roster for the for the Herald Sun Tour as it coincides with with track nationals. So um, I mean it'll be interesting to see what happens there. They they've got a they've got a strong team. So I, I think it's um down to to the management side of things to to make sure everything runs smoothly.
0: Yeah, and it's it's built along similar lines to what's espoused by um Drapac, um, that you need to, you know, um develop riders holistically, not just as, you know, athletes who are then trucked by the wayside when they're when they're done. So they're partnering up with Sunshine the Sunshine Coast University up there. And what well, the plan at least is to make it, you know, a hub of cycling. So It'll be interesting to see how that works out i mean it's all sounds very positive and um good luck for the good luck for them up there and building a, a cycling curriculum almost it'll be yeah certainly interesting to see how that goes and th- i suppose that leads a natural progression into uh, drapac cycling now uh, no longer drapac pats veg and uh, just drapac now and some new moves there but it, again it's a fairly small squad and a lot of names that you'll 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 know from before as being part of that team. So Jesse Feedenby, he's going to be one of the leaders on that team. Cyrus Monk, um, also going to be a leader. Um, but they've made, made a few new changes. So Liam McGinnis is coming in and Alexander Smythe, uh, who won a stage of Tour of King Valley. Uh, Patrick Burt, number of great rides from him on the NRS last year. Uh, Dodged a wombat at the Tour of King Valley as well. And Sasha Bondarenko-Edwards was a real... A late blooming revelation in in the NRS. It's going to be yeah. I'm I'm really excited to follow what he can do in the coming year. What's catching you eye there, uh, Marcus?
1: Yeah. All in all, they've uh, they've kept a, a pretty similar core group. They've gone uh, four in, four out. Um, they've lost a few good riders. Actually, um, uh, Matt Ross is off is off to France. I understand. Um, Brad Evans is moving across to to Mobius. Katsonis is retired, and Drew Maury did the mid-season transfer to uh Terran uh cycling team. So they they've kept a they've kept a pretty solid group. Um they'll for the, in terms of the NRS, I think they'll be uh bringing a, a bit of a fight to to along Swiss Wellness. Um and it'll be interesting to see how they um they can go uh in the the small amount of racing overseas they do. I'm sure Jesse Featon will be be on for a few results at the Sun Tour and uh, a few other races overseas where there's some hills.
0: Yeah, they did a weird sort of selection of um racing overseas this year. I mean, they ended up with the Tour of, of uh, Iran and um
1: that was the the Tour of Thailand um they did, but they they managed to pick up a stage win with Theo Yates in both of those races. So, um he's obviously he's obviously quick and he's reliable. So he's 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 won um a stage at Iran a few years ago as well, I think when he was with the subtlest team the year that they were they were continental, so um, he he's quite a reliable sprinter, it, it, it seems. But um, yeah, I'm sure they'll be back at uh, at those races again, and um, I'm uh, sure they'll be uh, having an eye on on uh, getting it to the top of the results board again.
0: And we'll move on to Brisbane Continental, formerly known as the Cobra Nine Interbuild team. Um, they raced a bit of NRS uh, last year, and looked yeah, they looked like a good unit. Um, when they were doing it as well. Uh, they've added some very strong names. Jordan Kirby has to be the top of anyone's list. Made made his comeback to cycling last year on the track and on the road, and you know winning world titles, um, dominating when he's been on the road, and really just showing his strength at the front of the peloton quite often. He he'll be a name to watch for maybe the overall NRS title next year if he if he if he does race that much on the road. It's a bit of the similar. Um, conundrum as with the Australian Cycling Academy because he's going to have to balance the track commitments with the Commonwealth Games coming up. Uh, apart from that some you know very experienced guys from the NRS so we've got Dave Edwards, Tom Robinson, Michael Vink uh, makes his comeback after I think Budget Forklift was his last team that he would have been on. He's had a, a few years off and Ryan Thomas um, is a rider they've poached from Oliver's there and he's going to be He's going to be one of their leaders, you'd think, coming into it. Uh, apart from that, Oliver Martin's an interesting guy, came fifth at under-23 in nationals. And Ollie Smith is a converted rower, and he still looks a bit like a rower. He's got a bit too much upper body for your traditional cyclist, but he he's certainly got a big motor on him as well.
1: I mean yeah the Brisbane have sort of uh added uh, riders one by one and um, it's it's turned out to be quite a strong team they've got a uh, Michael Vink in there as well from New Zealand to uh when he when he's when he's on he's, he's on the big question i have with them is uh where are they going to race i know they've talked about doing um doing uh the NRS and then uh have been uh well, the, well they haven't been Particularly clear about what overseas races they're going to do, but I'll be uh, quite interested to see where where they do end up getting some starts.
0: We'll move on to Mobius Bridge Lane now, uh, formerly Mobius Future Racing, and they've brought on Bridge Lane as their title sponsor there. So again, it's it's quite a similar team to last year, but they've added some I think some quite strong additions to that team. So they've got uh, Alex Evans, obviously winner of of the Queen Stage of Tour of Tasmania. What did he ended up third there? Brad Evans. He, he did win the Tour of Tasmania, that's right, um, back in 2015, and he's a he's a very strong New Zealander there.
1: Unless you check the honour roll on the Tour of Tasmania website, in which case Ben Hill won that year, but we all know it was Brad.
0: Is that is that actually true? Surely not.
1: We're going to do a, a quick bit of Googling now, and I'm going to hope that I got it right. But uh, as far as I'm aware, yeah, 2015 tour of Tasmania website says Benjamin Hill. So uh, if there's anyone who uh, controls that uh, website listening, then uh, you might want might, might like to change that. Well,
0: oh, congrats Ben. Um, I didn't know you'd won that one. I mean, you did well, obviously, but <laughs> I didn't know you won.
1: Yeah, second on GC that year with uh, Dylan in third.
0: Yeah, so we'll continue Uh talk about the Mobius Bridgeland team. Um, Alistair Donahue, obviously, uh, superb rider, and I, I'm not I'm not sure really what happened to him this year I mean, it appears to that he dropped off a bit after his time with the tacky team gusto there um but he's obviously a rider of immense quality and he's sort of a rider who can you know he's he's versatile he can go over the hills and he's also packing a pretty good sprint there so i'm not sure if he really knows what sort of uh rider he'll be he, he will be in the future but he's got immense talent obviously
1: yeah, he's a great rider when he's going good. Um he, with the with Gusto this year, uh, I'm not sure. He didn't seem uh, super motivated. I raced against him at the Tour of Qinghai Lake where he managed to take out the the Latin Rouge and was uh, one of the first into the group pedo each day, but I think everyone knows that um he's a much better rider than that. So I'm sure if he uh, gets back into it seriously, he he'll be able to generate some some good results for the team.
0: Yeah, mean maybe he's thinking about Paralympics races in the future um, or I don't, I don't know what he's thinking about. Get in contact Alistair, you can tell us what you're thinking about. Jesse Coyle's obviously going to anchor uh, a lot of their race winning attempts. He had a really good season this year and he's an absolute diesel out there on the road. He's got a lot of power and he can put it to good use. He Maybe he could use maybe a bit more technical refinement in his in his p- pedalling style. We talked about that with Tom Robinson actually. Um, In the stage that he won he was able to exploit some some cornering issues that um, Jesse had, but
1: I mean, yeah, he's. I, I being from both of us from Sydney, I obviously raced against him a few times. Um, from from what I've seen and what everyone uh, has said, he's an immensely strong rider. He's got a big engine, but as far as tactics go, he's he's uh, probably about the worst I've ever come across. And I think most people would would probably tend to agree with that. He he's got the engine, but the, the tactic of uh, ride off the front and then ride at four hundred watts for as long as possible uh, will will only uh, will only work at uh, up to a certain point. So as soon as he uh, he sorts that out, I'm um, I'm sure um, he'll be able to convert his uh, high placings and uh, and jersey results into actual wins.
0: Mm, fair enough, um, and they've also signed a young New Zealander called Khan Groob, or Carney Groob. Who knows? It's a good name, though. I like it. They're continuing their their trend of um, raiding the New Zealand ranks for a bit of talent there at Moby's Bridge Lane. So, hopefully, a few of them can do quite well. On to Oliver's, and we'll insert here a little interview with Sam Lazell in a few minutes, but. First of all, Marcus, what's your what's your opinion on their on their team? Um, you used to call it the Ryan Thomas team, but they're not the Ryan Thomas team anymore. Um, what 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 do you think of them for twenty eighteen?
1: Uh, Oliver's are an interesting one. I mean, they they've they've got one of the most sustainable programs, uh, in in the Australian racing uh, racing scene in in general. That I mean, they had a really good year this year, um, with with Ryan and and Brendan David's le- leading the way. So they definitely have had their most successful. Season to date, I think Sam said that he were, he thought it was the the right time to step up to the continental ranks, and I suppose if you're going to do it, that's um, the way way to go. Um, personally, I'm going to be quite interested to see how how they go as a, as a team next year. I think they they they're gonna they're gonna suffer having lost uh, their two two key riders that that brought the results this year, but they they have brought on um Ryan Christensen who could uh, potentially step up. But um, I think once you move past um, him uh, Nick White, um, they, uh, they might be left hanging a little bit.
0: Okay, so we'll put that into you with Sam Lazell in Just Here. We have Oliver's Real Food Racing manager, founder, jack of all trades in, in that team, um, Sam Lazell. Uh,
2: Sam, welcome. Jamie, thanks for having me, mate. Good to talk to you
0: yeah well, always always good you were one of the first guys i got involved with um in the local scene and uh it's good to see um all of us progressing yeah from what was you know a small team at that stage you know chasing the occasional mountains uh point at the national capital tour back in back in the first race i was in the car with you guys and uh
2: going from there to um, bigger and better things yeah it's been uh it's been a journey it's been uh really really good uh i guess progression and uh it's really nice to have a company growing with a team like ours and um it's been a great ride so far. So looking forward to this season, the upcoming season.
0: Yeah, I was, that was uh, actually leads into one of my questions for you. I mean, what was the catalyst for you going continental? I mean, um, obviously, you spoke about your sponsor there, growing with you.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, the the catalyst was obviously uh, it was it was two things. It was firstly, we felt like the time was right uh, team wise. We feel like we've had our strongest season yet in two thousand and seventeen, um, and that's sort of shown through results, obviously. Yeah, we felt like it was the right time, I guess, to continue that growth. We've always wanted to be a continental. Yeah, the time's right, team-wise, and it just so happens that the timing's right. Also, with our title sponsor, Ola Real Food, because they are uh, actually launched on the uh, ASX earlier this uh, early this year. Uh, so now they're a publicly owned company, and they're uh, growing every uh, every month. Just about, they're about to open their twenty fifth store uh, in Bulla in New South Wales. So. Yeah, the, the company growing with the team has been a big factor to our success and uh yeah, we owe a lot to Oliver's Real Food.
0: Yeah, good sponsor to have. Healthy and uh, always good to stop
2: in and, and grab a bite there. Mm, it's a good fit. good uh good fit with cycling, isn't it? It's uh definitely one of the uh definitely one of the better uh sponsors in the Peloton in my in my opinion. So
0: well, maybe the other managers will disagree, but um, moving on and talking a bit about the eth- ethos of the team, and there's a lot of teams at the moment which really focus on development, and you're you're one of them. Um, you've got your own um, under nineteen development team there, and um, I actually saw you, you, um, you had a you had a female uh, development rider there for the first time. I think it was uh, Reacher.
2: Yeah, that's right. We've actually got three, one of which um, Porsche was racing up at Battle on the Border because she's from. Uh, up that way, um, but yeah, basically our development squad is um, primarily to develop the the local Newcastle and Hunter region-based riders. I guess what we're trying to do there is we're trying to put back in, and um, I guess our original goal for this team was to create a development pathway for local cyclists here in the Hunter region, where I'm from. And um, I guess now that we're, uh, you know, gone from strength to strength, and we've become a continental outfit for next year we still want to invest in grassroots and um, we've got a couple of really exciting um exciting things going on locally that um you know we're, we're hoping we'll get a lot of return for in the years to come with um you know good quality athletes good quality cyclists coming through
0: so the team comprises of mostly those newcastle riders but then it switched to you know a bunch of Canberra riders in there and um am cosmopolitan since then with you know new zealanders south africans um what, what what are we looking at for twenty eighteen on the roster?
2: Oh look, well, uh, unfortunately, no South Africans, um, as uh, as has been reported. But uh, we've got a couple of Kiwis still. Um, we've got a couple of uh, riders from Adelaide, where our title bike sponsor Focus is from. Uh, we've got a few from Melbourne, and then the rest are from uh, up uh, and over the eastern side of New South of uh, of Australia. Um, Really, in keeping with I guess where the Oliver's stores are located, and I guess that's probably one of the reasons for the growth. I mean, you know yourself, running a, a national level cycling team requires talent not just from one area. You sort of have to draw upon a lot of different areas. And um, look, it's it's a good fit because our again, to, to go back to our title sponsor, it started out as a as a locally based locally based uh, entity, and it's now grown into a national level um, healthy fast food chain. I guess the team reflects that.
0: So when Oliver's uh, start opening up stores in the US and UK and uh, all up, all over the world, you'll be, you'll be going
2: uh, world tour then. Oh, well, that's right, mate. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the plan. <laughs> we're waiting for an Oliver's to open up on the Champs Elysees, and uh, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be set, I reckon. <laughs> Look, small steps. In all honesty, like we're we're um you know we're we're going to take it as it comes. I mean, this year is going to be a uh, another steep learning curve. Um, and uh, that we're used to that.
0: Um, so, who are the big names that are coming into the team? Uh, obviously, you, you lost a few um, good riders. Uh, Ryan Thomas went to the Brisbane Continental team, and Brendan David's um, ended up only being a shortish with you guys, though um, so dramatic.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, short and dramatic. That's a that's a good way to uh, good way to describe it. Look. Um, obviously with uh with those two for ryan it fits in really well with the fact that he he lives up there and all of his mates from um are in that program so uh, wish them him all the best of course Brennan, moving on to um you know the best uh continental outfit in uh in oceania in in benelong swiss wellness it's um it's good to see them progress and uh and and move on and um you know it's it's been a good year working with them but yeah look onto onto our roster we've Obviously retained a couple of really good riders to name a couple. We've got Sean Whitfield and we've got Nick White staying with us. Uh, we've also got Jack Sutton staying with us from, uh, from Adelaide. A couple of development riders coming through from that under-19 team you mentioned You mentioned in uh, Campbell-Jones, in Kai Chapman and young Finton Conway. So they're all from the Newcastle area. So it's quite exciting to, to be working with them and continue on and seeing them progress into the, uh, into the NRS and potentially Continental races later in the year. Uh, and then also new signings, we've got uh, young Ben Andrews and Callum Pierce coming across from the Van Damme Racing team. They've shown a lot of uh, promise throughout the season, I think, uh, and uh, and Callum with his uh, ride at the Tour of South Coast, got the best young rider there. Callum's gonna be doing a, uh, a stint over in Italy uh, and then coming back for the later part of the year. So you'll see him in action for the later half of the year in Oliver's colors.
0: Yeah, I spoke briefly to Lockie Ambrose, um, the manager of Van Dam, and also CEO of Cycling Stro- uh, South Australia, and uh, he mentioned that yeah, he was very happy to see them move on to what he considered a good team for their development, and uh, yeah, so a bit of kudos for you guys there.
2: Another couple of new guys that you um, might have already heard of is uh, we've got Russell Gill from Adelaide. He's coming into bolster bolster our uh, our sprint tra- our sprint train, uh, and we feel like that we're going to get a lot more results with a little bit of direction and also with a, um, well, a little bit better direction and a bit of experience. And Russ has got a, hu- a tremendous amount of experience, um, years and years on the domestic circuit. Um, so yeah, we're looking to him to, um, to come in and hopefully uh, convert a few more, I guess, of those seconds and thirds into race wins that we're having with um, namely Sean Whitfield. And then another uh, interesting signing that I, I know you'll be excited about is uh, that we've, not only retained uh Nick Reddish for next year from New Zealand that we've also signed his uh his good old mate Ryan Christensen. So he'll be back wow. for us for two thousand and eighteen. So uh, Ryan Christensen
0: obviously very successful rider um on the NRS circuit and uh, internationally last year. He had a had a good he had a good stint. But um yeah, it'll be great to see him back and yeah, he's mm. a nice guy to go with it as well.
2: Yeah, and I mean, he's he's one of those riders that can go into an event like the Herald Sun Tour and, uh, and snag your result. So, um, look, we, we spoke, I mean, it's been in the pipeline for a while now, the fact that we're going continental. And, um, yeah, look, we, we have been discussing it for a few months now, and we feel like it's uh, not really, I mean, uh, a few people say, oh, you know, he's, he's coming back to the team, but it's not really a step back. It's more that the team has moved forward and progressed and... Um, and you know we we require we require a rider like him again of his caliber, so it's uh, it's exciting.
0: Yeah, just to talk about recruitment in general. Um, and there's been you know a significant increase in the number of Conti teams. There were four last year, and there's seven this year. Has that you know explosion in Conti teams um, and the need for big, bigger squads that go with you know increased race programs, you know racing a bit more overseas, um, has that changed the recruitment landscape? Uh, is it more competitive to land riders at the moment?
2: There Was uh, I guess, yeah, there, there was a certain uh degree of competition between different setups and different organizations, but on the flip side, we've retained quite a lot of our riders and we didn't sort of have any uh any of our current roster with the exemption of I guess Ryan Thomas, um, you know, li- leaving for uh, I guess another continental outfit. I guess you can t- say Brendan as well, but yeah, I think I think when when Brendan won the tour of Malaysia, we were sort of like, okay, he's probably moving along so. But in terms of like um, a competition, yeah, I, I, I guess there there was a certain degree. Like you'd have a few, you'd have riders contact you, and they say, "Oh, look, like I'm I'm talking to other teams." But I mean, uh, it's it's like that every year, I guess. And I guess this is our first year at the continental level. But so yeah, I can't really, I don't really have a measure of how it was yeah, in previous years uh, on the continental scene and, and recruitment and stuff. But yeah, there wasn't a huge Like it wasn't anything stand out, if you know what I mean.
0: So, brings me to your racing schedule. Um, obviously you've been doing quite a bit of Asian racing in the last few years. Um, just getting Mm. uh, starts as a club team, um, Mm. and with a fair bit of success, it mixed in there as well. Um, few wins and obviously that big, um, OVC win with um with David's. Um, just God, when was that? September? Yeah. In any case, um, what what changes is is this going to see to your schedule?
2: Um. Well, look. uh, we're hoping, the, I mean, one of the, I guess, the nice, niceties of having the continental license is in theory it should be easier to get uh, race starts, particularly in the Asia Tour. But our philosophy, as I've probably already elaborated on a few times with you and, uh, and to others in the past, is that we sort of only will do Asia Tour racing if it doesn't clash with something domestically here in Australia. Um, I think that's quite important given our, our title sponsor is an Australian-based Sponsor with no vested interest at this point in Asia, but it's about finding that balance, right? We get a 2.1. We've got a roster big enough to potentially do both. But look, we'll, we'll always favour the domestic circuit, uh, as in the National Road Series and events locally, um, before we look at those big Asia Tour events. So it's just a, it's just a, as I said, it's just a nice little uh, additional thing to to have, and I, I think to a certain extent we've got. Lucky and the fact that we've uh, got those starts as a club team uh, I think it'll be incredibly difficult now for club teams in Australia with um, the way cycling Australia of um, I guess their their policy which I won't get into and and also the fact that there's a uh, seven continental uh, teams from Australia I think it'll be hard to do that in the future so again we've just been I wouldn't say lucky you make your own luck right but we've we've been very fortunate that we've got the starts up until this point and we're a familiar team like we're not changing our name or um you know our colors or anything so a lot of the races that we're have done in the previous year we can say oh i guess what we're, we're continental for next season and yeah that's uh, even even more likelihood of um of being able to get race starts
0: yeah setting goals for the season what what would be a successful season um from your standpoint <laughs>
2: look um i to be honest i think that the national road series is going to be tremendously competitive next season it's really exciting i think that it's going to be a lot harder to snag results and then uh as a result of that also they're going to be a lot more i guess valued so we want to have success in the national road series we'd like to finish in the top three um in the rankings overall uh and then also potentially stage wins um Tour wins, of course, if uh, if if they present themselves the opportunities. Um, so yeah, success on a domestic level is all, always a um, you know a, a big driving factor. Um, and then of course with the potential of racing those bigger continental races, like you said, the Herald Sun Tour. Um, you know, just to get out and represent our brand and our uh, and our sponsor, and you know, give our riders an opportunity to compete on on the international stage is a huge opportunity. So. Uh, looking at potentially uh, in the Sun Tour getting a uh, getting a result of some sort would be amazing. So, but yeah, like I said, on that domestic circuit, it's going to be very very competitive. So yeah, it's exciting.
0: I suppose the big boys on the Australian scene are still going to be along Swiss Wellness um, going into next year. Um, how do you? How do you go about taking them on from a tactical
2: perspective? I don't
0: know, from a larger strategic perspective when you're signing riders, how do do you go about that? Or is it just about doing your own thing?
2: I don't want to give too much away, but I think that they've probably got us figured out. Um, Our tactic is to be, uh, to an extent, unpredictable uh, and get riders that can really sort of throw a spanner in the works for them, I guess. Um, For example, like at South Coast, when we got... I think five riders in that early split and we just put it in the gutter and we're able to drive it. Look, we I'll be the first to admit we don't have the firepower uh, and the riders of the caliber of Ben along. But like I said, it's, um, it's all about taking your opportunities. Uh, and the way that we sort of present ourselves the opportunities is to do exactly what we did at, you know, battle of the border, get guys in the breakaway, put the pressure on, ride aggressively. Yeah, try and snag results here and there like i said just just applying pressure and hoping that they make a mistake or yeah they crack
0: yeah well you know i mean and that worked to great effect at those two races that you mentioned you got ryan thomas up there in the gc and then obviously brendan davis took that ridiculous win um so yeah hopefully we see more of that during 2018 uh, sam and best of luck for all
2: that thanks mate good to chat with you i'll uh, see you at ballarat
0: So we're back now and talking about an exciting new announcement within the Australian racing scene. It's Team McDonald's. Who are they? Who are they come from? Um, basically, it's the Futuro Pro Team who uh, did race a bit uh, over in Asia, actually, um, this year. I don't think they achieved too many massive results, but they're um, certainly an interesting team and it's also... Uh, teamed up with some of the old sponsors from the Canyon riders down under team and they'll have uh, gary Elliott as probably the chief organizer and ds and doer of things within that team so what do we know about this team so far marcus basically nothing they announced two days ago that they're going to be a continental team for next year um what what do you think is going to happen there
1: um. Yeah. I mean, they're they they're a mystery package. Um. We don't really know who they have writing for him. You you can uh, you can maybe guess that someone like Jason Christie will be, uh, will be back, having successfully burnt every other bridge, um, this side of the equator. Um. And maybe they'll have uh, the likes of uh, Nick Miller, who's re- ridden for Futuro Pro. Um. Uh. This year, and um. Tom Coates is the only other person uh, medis- mentioned in uh. The the little press release they did. So I'm. Um, I'm sure he might be. Di- uh. Doubling as a a rider and a DS. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens
0: there. Um. I was lucky enough to be in the uh, the Ken- the Kenyan riders down under team car when uh. Nathan Elliott took that second in the Grafton to Inverell, um. Back in 2016. And yeah, that was that was a that was a good experience. So hopefully they can uh, relive some of those highs um, as part of the as part of this new
1: team. Yeah, Nathan Elliott well, did win it that year as well, not second. Not meaning to say it that way, but we'll correct that one before uh, anyone jumps in.
0: Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking there. i have obviously got something wrong with my brain today. Uh, we'll move on to some of the other teams. Uh, Mitchell and Scott. We don't see too much of them racing back in Australia, um, but you know when when they do they obviously do very well because they've um, taken out top placings at races like Harold Sun Tour um but the official continental squad is going to be headlined by Robert Stannard this year Callum Scottson, Harry Sweeney and Sam Jenner mixed in with those Chinese riders that they keep on the squad there so they can <laughs> so they can have the Chinese registered um uh Chinese registration on the continental license but they're a very Australian team in all other senses marcus
1: i mean yeah from the side you see it's in australia they're they australian team but they they did have quite a large amount of uh racing in china in the back half of the year they're keeping a pretty good presence there and they were they were pretty big on getting um their key australian riders over there um to race in australia i'm, I'm uh, sorry race in china i'm sure um uh mitchelton looks to to sell a bit of wine over to over to china as it's definitely popular over there so um uh, yeah, um, you won't you won't see him here, but they uh, they are around a bit over there.
0: Out of those talents, there, I mean, Robert Stannard, um, When we saw him back in Australia racing, and uh, and after completing his uh, his switch from New Zealand to Australian colours, um, he's a phenomenal talent, isn't he? And we saw him race against uh, some of the older guys over in in Europe this year, and and really stick it to them. And he's he's
1: this he's probably the highest the guy with the highest ceiling there, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'd say. Stanard and, and Scotson are, are the two standouts there. So uh, I'm sure we'll see both of those two moving on to to bigger and better things in, in the future. Um I think Scotson's had quite a successful year on the the track on with the the six days with uh Cam Meyer, so um yeah, we'll be see keen to see how much racing he does on the road versus the track in in the coming season.
0: Um one of the other uh, not a Conti team, but they'll be certainly interesting to follow next year is the Inform uh, Tanelli team and they're bringing back uh, Raph um who uh, was supposed to have uh, retired uh, a, a year back, but uh, he's, no, he's back on the scene and he did a yeah, good race at uh, Gippsland and looks like he was going pretty well there, and they'll have Pat Lane as, as well coming on board for that, for that squad, so yeah, they, they've got a few uh, potential race winners in there.
1: Yeah, I think uh, they announced today that Inform make for next year. So, um, there's a, a new sponsor for them for as well. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see how uh, um, Ralph and, uh, and Pat add to the dynamic of that team. I think Ralph also won the final stage of the Tour of Southland, um, which was uh, only a couple of months ago now. So, depending on how seriously those two take the racing next year, they could definitely um, have uh, a very strong team. For, for the 2018 season I think they'll also have um, the I'm not I'm not too sure on the um, on the rest of the roster but I'm sure they I know they have a uh, Jimmy Whelan who's come um, come across from them who had a very good ride at the Tour of Tasmania and I think Lionel Mordit is staying with them as well who of course won the tour of Tasmania
0: yeah so they're already cr- creating waves on the Australian scene and yeah strengthening the squad if anything for next year despite the losses of Sasha Bondarenko-Edwards and Patrick Burt. So be good to see what they can do next year. Um, final, final, we touched on this a bit earlier, but Matt Ross is heading over to France next year to do a bit of riding over in Europe. Obviously, he was a very strong rider for Drapak last year. Um, how do we how do think he's going to um, go over there in Europe? I mean, giving, giving giving himself a chance to put himself in the shop window for some of those bigger teams uh, overseas.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I think um, probably one of, one of the issues um, that he may may have had um, in the last season or two is probably uh, similar to what I was saying about Dylan Sunderland before, which is just a, a lack of racing. You can have all the talent in the world, but at the end of the day, if you want to move on from the NRS in, into the world tour... You have to get results in uh, UCI races, whether that be in um, whether that be anywhere um, in, in the world. If I'm talking uh, Europe, Asia, America. Um, you can't just um, you can't just win NRS races. You have to you have to prove yourself overseas as well. So I think he's off off to France to try to try and do that. And um, yeah, I mean, all, all, all the best, all the best to him.
0: Certainly, one to follow over there in france for the year that should just about do it for us we've ripped through enough of the teams there i think anything else you wanted to add just before we sign off
1: ah oh, i think uh i think that's about it um uh brad soden has asked me to do a shout out for him he's still looking for a team so uh, if uh, anyone in australia would like to give him a ride uh, uh get in contact
0: why why not <laughs> anyway um so yeah, we'll catch you around at Nationals. Um, shaping up to be uh, almost a festival of cycling down there in Ballarat. So come on down to Ballarat and say good day. I'll be down there. I don't think Marcus will. He's he's lazing up here in Sydney um, and watch. We'll watch it on TV. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'd I'd love to be down in um, down there and and uh, watching racing. But um, yeah, I've only just jumped back on my bike um, a few days ago. So in terms of racing, I probably wouldn't be at a, a level a good enough level so um yeah i'll be i'll be keenly watching on, on tv and following all the results
0: yeah it's what's well, a pity i mean we won't have you backing up to defend your 28th place what was it 32nd from last year
1: yeah look i i got round so <laughs> i think that 32nd i say maybe four or five minutes down from memory so uh, yeah i'd, I'd definitely keen to to get back in the future and um give give it a good crack Oh, well,
0: that should just about wrap it up. If you haven't done it already, go and check out our sponsors um, or cycling apparel at dot AU. They're coming up with more to sell in their online store at the moment, so jump on and give that a look. Um, and we'll say goodbye until then. Uh, thanks for joining us, Marcus, and yeah, best of luck when you do return to racing. Do you know when that's going to be yet?
1: Yeah, we're back at um, the tour of Indonesia at the very end of end of January, which is um, a rejuvenated two point one over there for for four days, which we're um, pretty keen for. Good luck for that, and
0: I'll catch the rest of you round. Okay, see you.